Welcome to the IdeaGen Global Partnerships Summit. Today we have with us our good friend, board member, CEO of Build-A-Bear, Sharon Price John. Sharon, welcome. Thank you. It's so great to be here. You know, the last two times we were together, we were doing it virtually. That's right. So I'm just glad to be in person. It's so great to be in yeah, person. It feels fire. like we are in a different world. Yeah. We are in a different world. It's true. And you've done so much during the last few years, including, including, we'll start with your upcoming book. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it comes Stories out in January, January 2023. Um, and uh, oddly enough, Forbes reached out to me uh, in 2019. We actually uh, completed the agreement for me to, to pen this book in January of 2020. Can you believe that? That <laughs> so, is profound. It, it is. And so when I went through the process, I ended up having to change the story because right. we were living through sure. so many high impact situations that we waited till we got on the other side to the degree that we could say we're on the other side of COVID. That's right. So I could reflect back on that in sure. the final chapter because without that, the book wouldn't have made any sense. And put an entirely different lens and spin on everything that I was thinking I was going to write. Is that right? Yeah, completely. Unlock the power of personal stories to create a life you love. That is awesome. And yeah. that's what you've done your entire career. Yeah, it's, and that's the key though. And that's kind of the point of it in many ways. It's not just about my career and it starts as a, when I was a kid and it has a lot of exercises Incredible. for you to reflect on your own life. Wow. But um, I, I think that in the, both the macro sure. and the micro, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so much about what happens in your life is how you reflect on the event yes. and the narrative that you wrap around that event right. and whether you create that narrative and remember it in a way that is empowering or disempowering. Interesting. And the that was the premise going in right. and to bring the story full circle on the COVID front. Sure. That was the pivot point for my leadership team Incredible. in the midst of the COVID crisis when we had to shut down our entire fleet in a 24 hour period, entire fleet around the world, and then subsequently furlough 90 percent of our organization. And we were on these meetings every morning at 8 a.m from you know the guys yeah. in the uk everything to what do we do what do we do what do we do right in front of us dealing with in real time in real time numerous issues which also was a requirement for us to change our um generally collaborative leadership still um leadership style to more of a command and control style sure but there was a moment where one morning i woke up and i said we are no longer calling these the COVID crisis meetings. Yeah. We are now yeah. renaming these meetings to the success meetings. Oh, nice. And it shifted our mindset. Such a simple thing. It's such shifted a simple thing. our mindset. Words to, matter. Wow. And I said to the guys, what if you had the luxury, just, just go with me here, of not running stores Right. And, you know, being all the distractions that go sure. along with running a big fleet of stores yeah. every day, what would you do with your time, talent, and energy to move this business forward? Yeah. All of these things that we kept saying, 
oh, we would do this if we had the time and we would do this. If, and we ended up accelerating so many things that were pipelining the digital transformation oh by online ship from store, by online pickup from store, took our omni channel to next level, did a deal with shipped so you could get same day delivery. It, it was completely transformational for the company to the point that we ended 2021, the most profitable year in the history of the company. And our first half results of 2022, the best in the company's history. Sharon Price, John, that, 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 that is why I'm so inspired by this interview, because I think that leadership, you're the definition of leadership. Oh. What you just described, well, no, what, what you just described, this is what every CEO should espouse is, is the empathy, is the reality, the reality of what you're dealing with, and then the inspiration piece that you brought in. You didn't call them the COVID right. meetings. But you have to have a team that'll go with you though. But you set the tone. <clears throat> you do. We yeah. talk a lot about planting that flag for those that golf. You understand the analogy of planting that pin. The pin, you can see the pin, it's foggy, but you can still sort of see the pin mm -hmm. in the distance, right? You can still see that it's there. So you know where you're going is my point. Yeah. And that's know. what you did. You set this tone and direction for the company that this year resulted in the best quarter in the company's history. First that's half. incredible. Mm -hmm. The that's first, first half. half in the company's history. So vision is always key. Um, it's a key right. part of leadership. But you it, vision that you hold to yourself. Right. And don't share, communicate clarity, share with consistency have a team that both understands and believes, Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a vision right. that just falls on deaf right. ears. Right. And, and it, particularly if it's not a vision that inspires. Right. So in that oftentimes um, you can have a vision that inspires at the corporate level, but ideally you'll yeah. have a vision that inspires beyond that. Right. And that's why I'm involved in right. my DGN. Right. Well, it's a great, it's a great tie-in. It really yeah. is. I'd like to pivot a, a bit to partnerships. Mm -hmm. You are such a big believer in partnerships. Sharon, what do partnerships mean to you and to the company? It's a that's a great question, first of all, George. Thank you. But I, I think that this the the mindset of being open, collaborative, cross-functionally collaborative, cross-company collaborative. Um, not looking at everything is innate competition, trying to find the best right. way to create value for guests and even shareholders, um, because all of that is intertwined. They, they are not distinctly separate right. tracks. Right. Um, and for um, each other. Sure. And one of the things that, that we've been able to do over time is ex keep extending and expanding the construct of our mission statement, sure. which is to add a little more heart to life. And that started out just as a, an idea that, you know, inside of folks haven't been to Build-A-Bear. And when you go into our retail, uh, retail stores, the workshops, um, you always put a little heart in your view. We've been there. Many times. But, um, and now we think about that adding a little more heart to life to a broad array of constituents. Um, so that means, yes, of course, our guests, our employees, sure. our partners, 
as well as our supply chain folks, our factories. We really try to live this mission. Mm -hmm. And what's so fascinating about it is that with the, the attempt and the, the true desire to live, live that mission, we were able to work with our factories even through COVID and, and, and manage through so many of the supply chain issues mm -hmm. that were really challenging for a lot of companies because wow. we were there for them when they needed us. So they were there for us when we needed them. Incredible. And, and that's, that's what matters. So I think that we know as humans that you can't navigate it alone. Sure. Anything. Right. And even if you did, who cares? So <laughs> that's right. Having that open mind that right. that's the way to solve problems. Yeah. In your personal life. Yeah. In your yeah. business life. Sure. And why wouldn't that be also the appropriate construct for so many of the goals that we're talking about? Yeah. With the UN 2030 um, SDGs. We have to solve these together. That's the value of partnership. And that's what I was going to ask you, is why are these goals so important? And you've, you've already started to address it. These 17 global goals, you know, 193 member states came together. 193, all of the one on, you know, all of the member states came together in 2015. Mm -hmm. Agreed. You know how hard it is for anyone to agree, let alone across every the globe. across the globe, every country on the planet, including the United States of America, agreed to these 17 global goals, no hunger, no poverty, ending with partnerships, global partnerships. And so these are the North Star. Everyone can agree to those. They're not political. They're just about reality, which we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. It's about the reality. So why are these goals so important to you personally and professionally, Sharon? Well, personally, um, we must leave this planet uh, in uh, in its best possible uh you know, shape in its in, as its best possible in, in, entity. Um, you know, we we are in a position now through um, so much technology, so much insight to actually immediately uh, correct some of these issues. Um, and there's it's nothing but will and choice. Now, not all of them are about will and, and choice in the immediate sense, sure. but they are in the long term sense. And you, you also can't look at all 17 and say, I, I'm going to get focused on all of them. Now, all of us can get focused on some of them sure. and have the strategic trust right. that different entities and partnerships and collaborations with different skill sets and insights can start driving forward toward the end results in a positive way. We, and, and personally as well, very um, dedicated to... SDG four and five, sure. which are related to education. Mm -hmm. And we're particularly uh, focused on early childhood education sure. uh, through the Build a Better Foundation and our pivot most recently with our 25th anniversary to be inclusive of that as a stated objective oh, wow. in addition to um, alleviating uh, some you know difficult uh, situations for families and, mm -hmm. and children in need, mm -hmm. whether that's through the Red Cross or from to make a wish with the hug of a teddy bear or not just in-kind donations, but also monetary donations. But we recently, uh, with the our recent gala in mind, which happened just, uh, just a few weeks ago, um, 
noted that we're going to give away 125,000 books to First Book. Incredible. Um, for, Love First Book. For kids. And the reason is because the data is there. Yeah. Uh, the data of early childhood literacy sure being is. such a predictive indicator of success or not lack thereof right. of a child right. in the future right. of whether they will have, make a living wage or, the, or whether they'll be in, you know, ultimately yeah. incarcerated. Yeah. This is a known situation. And to think that in the United States that we're still fighting the construct of literacy yeah, that it's, really doesn't make a lot of sense at this point. Well, you bring up a good point, a very good point, as always, that the global goals used to be when they were the millennial development goals were focused on developing countries. The United States had it all. We had no problems. The global goals actually turned inward as well. And so we're a signatory to that. And so the ability to focus now on the problems right here in the United States of America, which there are many. One is literacy, childhood literacy, third grade reading skills predict pretty accurately how well or not That's right. someone will do. Shocking, but the stats are there. We know, you know, uh, for example, uh, Colin Powell, the late Colin Powell came up with America's Promise, identified those 1,000 dropout factories, didn't he? Yes, Through that yeah. organization with Alma Powell, commendable. So we have the data. We know where we we know where we need to put the resources. And what what better way to assure uh, the um, the desirable outcome for both uh, the humanity and the planet? That's right. But to have an educated uh, society, to, yeah. society, compassionate society that understands. Yeah. The, the at an intellectual level. Yeah. The repercussions of the choices that they're making. In life. It's incredible. So that's why we're so engaged in that. And the other is equality, yeah. um, because that actually goes part and parcel. It might not be as obvious, sure. but when women are empowered and have access to capital, um, it changes the dynamics in the family. Mm -hmm. When the family dynamics are changed and women have that uh, impact, it's much more likely that there will be a focus on the education of the children in the family. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And... I'd like to, to conclude this interview with a, a sort of powerful question. We like to ask this question is, Sharon, what is one key lesson you have learned throughout your life, career, that has the potential to change the world? I'd have to say that do something, even if you think what you're doing, it's not going to make an impact. Because if we all did that, if we uh, I'll, I'll start in the negative. If we all thought, oh, I'm not big enough. I'm not important enough. My idea isn't, you know, impactful enough. What I do in this doesn't matter. If we all thought that, all of the billions and billions of people, then nothing would ever happen. That's right. So flip it on the other side. If we all believed that our impact, our choices, our decisions, our passion could make a difference, then think where we would be. So even Build-A-Bear, who I've mentioned, we're not the biggest company in the world, but we're working hard to do our part. Yeah. And that's if that's all we tried to do, each of, us, each of us to do our part, it would matter. Sharon Price, John, CEO of Build-A-Bear, advanced copy of Stories and Heart. Unlock the power of personal stories to create a life you love. Coming out January 2023. 
buy your copy, get ready, pre-order, do everything yeah, you need Amazon. to do. Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so very much, Sharon. Thank you for believing what we do. Thank you. Thank you for your leadership. And thank you for the incredible impact you're having across the world for so many people. Well, we, you know, we think a smile of a child or, or even an adult every day, we make that little bit of difference. It matters. It matters.